Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. And we are live with Lance Cool and Calm Psycho. I'm Al. <laughs> Amazing Gore. That's what New I'm pronouns just, not, just drop. Cool and calm. Check yep. me out on LinkedIn. Yep. Link in with me. Uh, we have a great show for you. Uh, we're going to talk about billings, relationships, uh, leveling up, and how to pass the ARE in two easy steps. I Whoa. have some insights for you. Did you? Wanna, yeah, were you interviewing somebody from there? Is that the head of NCARB, president of NCARB? Oh my gosh! Yep. So I need to cut that episode. You need to cut that hey, episode. Hey, watch Teaser. out for that. That's going to be an amazing Monday morning coffee episode. I love it. Yep. Al Al Grill Gore. Al Grillum Gore is what I call him. Yeah, but more more working as a as a win win. But I I I the one thing that I did. Yeah, state, but I just don't think you're you're asking like layup questions. That's all I'm getting at. Like no, I, I trust that Al is actually pressing a little bit. No. With the end goal in mind of improving the whole thing, yes? Oh, absolutely. Bingo. Absolutely. Bingo. Bingo. And then accountability, like I'm on a board, like it we'll get into Our it. Board we board. will get into the the ARE thing once the ARE says. There's not even this. I don't even know if there's enough space for Al to like fill up all of his pro his pronouns with all the ones that are dropping today. <laughs> it would be a lot. It would be a lot. Um Lance one of the things about running a business is that it is super difficult and there's a million different yeah, choices that you can make. Uh-huh. And also there's a million different solutions to that, to the questions that you have, right? So if you go to build a better com, build a better co.com, you can look at our five steps, but you can reach out directly to me at AKG at F9 productions.com about how to uh, grow your profit while increasing your efficiency so that you're not, overloaded and what i mean by that is that not only is there so much in the course that we have but when there's experienced people and experienced people in a group and there's a question right there's one question there's 30 ways that you could do it you could literally go on youtube watch a whole bunch of youtube videos you could go you could you know research a whole bunch read a bunch of blog posts narrow it down to like your five different options and then like what test those out or you could talk to your experience group and be like, oh, no, this is what we did. Yeah, love Try that up. first. Level up. Literally taking five to ten steps out of every decision. Level up. I think the hardest. Five part, to ten steps. Here, here's the thing. Here's what it, the hardest part about finding that group is finding that group. And I'm here to tell you, the group at Better Build a Better Business Co. is that group. That's the one you can trust. You should go there. You should check them out. The proof is in the pudding. Al Gore over here co-running successful businesses that are difficult to run, like he Ooh. said. But getting highly profitable, making it work, um, contrasting actually what will be our first article here, uh, and we're we're not going to jump into it, but AIA October billings continue to soften. Mm, yep. Yeah. So, do you have any reads? Oh my gosh, do I have some reads? Yes. Uh, if you can't find the product data you're looking for, you might be using the wrong search engine. Broad searches result in consumer products, out of date information. And websites that hide or don't have the information you're looking for. If you need specifications, CAD or BIM, RCAT.com is your search engine. Find and download the up-to-date data you need fast. RCAT.com is free and requires no registration. So try RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Try those guys out today. Duratherm. 
defines the category of all wood, completely custom hardwood windows and doors that deliver on your architect vision, and everyone knows it. That's why they refuse to rest in the laurels, and while Duratherm brand is built upon their expertise in wood windows, they are proud to announce the introduction of a clad exterior feature for their windows. Learn more at DuratherMWindow.com. Back to me, Al? Back to you. AIA. ArchitectMagazine.com just published this today. Today, Al. November 17, 2023, AIA October billings continue to soften. Usually this is Al's corner of the show, but this one, um, I, I'm taking over this one because I saw it in the Entree Architect group and it was like a little shocking. Not the best. So what we're looking at is, yeah, Al's got it pulled up on his screen too. Uh, billings are down 0.5%. Project inquiries are down 4.9%. And design contracts are point up three up 0.3 percent but the big thing to mention here is that the american institute of architects monthly architecture buildings index posted at 44.3 in october dipping slightly below the score of 44.8 in september for the third consecutive month the abi score was under 50 indicating that a significant share of firms are seeing a decline in billings so if I, I think it's obvious, if this decline continues for November, then that's four months in a row. And um, I think you've checked off one big box for an architectural recession because the definition of a recession from the uh, economic standpoint outside of the macroeconomic standpoint is two quarters in a row. If you got declines, you're in a recession. Yep. And, and I like how you phrased that because... Uh, you should look at the industry that you're in. Meaning like, <laughs> let's say throughout the uh, 90s, pretend like there was no recession, but in your area of manufacturing and in your towns, they all, those jobs got shit to China. You were in a manufacturing recession. And if that was your work type, it drastically affects your life. So uh, the economy as a whole could not enter a recession while this industry could enter one. And if that's... We, we might as well go to the next yeah. part. Uh, inflation, consumer price and prices were unchanged in October. Core inflation rises at slowest pace since September 2021. So basically, if you saw a pop in the stock market, there was two reasons. One, it was the end of the fiscal year. So a lot of all the hedge funds had to reallocate their uh, money that was coming in. And they had to actually buy stocks. And then the second reason was that uh, they think that the whole industry thinks that the Fed is done raising prices because basically inflation is at three. Uh, they want to get it down to 2.5, but they see the trends pointing down. So they're pausing. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's just a lot of building up about things going down as you're seeing with the four months there, real estate is not moving. No. Meaning like it sucks. It's just stagnant. It's just, it's just completely flat. Yep. Um, and there was no real crash. I, there was no real crash in prices. There was a crash in sales. Yep. Year-over-year year sales. There's a, I totally agree with that. I just want to emphasize again, though, the prices stayed. Why did the prices stay? Well, there's it's a hedge uh, and all of that good stuff. But I think you had a... You, had a, hey, here's you the, actually here, had a, uh, uh, an article that we aren't going to talk about this episode, but I was like, oh, gas prices have dropped below three. Yeah, I've noticed it. It's a cheaper to fill up. Maybe this is where it starts to loosen up. What were we going to say? Yep. Well, it's it's not exactly like this, but sometimes you take things as an extreme to understand what's going on. Okay, let's say your house is worth 400000 right? 
And prices, you know, prices, like you said, haven't dropped. But if you can't sell it, what is it worth? Oh, exactly. Like if you have a pen for 50 bucks yep. that you bought a nice pen, but you can't sell it for anything, what is it worth? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Bucks. Zero. I love that. That's pure market. That's pure market um, re- relation. Yeah. That's, that's just like how the, laying the market bare. And, and, and to play devil's advocate, of course, you could sell your house for 300000 right? And someone would, would pick it up a $500,000 home. But then you 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 maybe don't have that much equity in it and then you can't buy a house for it so like you literally you literally can't sell it you cannot sell it or else you'd be underwater and all that other stuff so that's it i i'm hoping i'm hoping the higher for longer doesn't doesn't stay um yeah just because it's hard to get projects going and all that uh we can briefly talk about because i don't think it warrants a whole thing um gas prices are down uh, they have dropped below $3 in 11 states. Um, and then also student loan repayment is now really starting up. I think people are starting to, you know, pay now. A lot of those payments can be anywhere from 300 to, you know, 1200 bucks. That takes a lot out of a large percentage of people's, uh, uh, you know, pocket, which means, I mean, if you're spending three... Just think what 300 bucks a month like really is. It's a lot. Yeah. For yeah. some people, for like me, it's our groceries. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then for a family, that's like a week, that's like a week of it's groceries. It's a week of groceries. Yeah. Yep. It is. Yep. But, but 1200 bucks, like, I don't know. Like that's, that's vacation. That's like, it's a huge deal. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it'll loosen it up. Yep. Yep. That's what we need. We need to start loosening this sucker up, getting the grease going and all of that stuff. And I think it's time for people to level up. So. I have a question I'm going to read to you, Al. This was posted on social media at some point, okay? And it relates to the architects, okay? It's from an architect. Quote, there are days where I... You're moving the... Hold on. Okay, I'm done. Stop moving (laughs) the show outline notes, Al Gore. Okay. There are days where I feel like this is more... Sorry. There are days where I feel like there is more money slash profit in teaching architects how to do their job than to actually do the job of practicing architecture. The amount of emails I receive of webinars and course offerings for architects is getting to be ridiculous. There's so much we are supposed to know and keep up with. What practicing architect who doesn't work for a big firm with limited responsibilities has the time? And to take it further, those who teach tend to be the ones who had all the time to take these courses and learn, rather than the ones who were too busy executing and trying to watch the fees. True or false, Al Gore? Is this from you or some anonymous source? This is an anonymous source. This is not from me. I wouldn't post this. Because I live the opposite. Keep going. That's, um, please answer. Okay. <laughs> True like, or false? I, I have to take a very selfish view. And what it, <laughs> what one of the main things that, that our course does, Build a Better Co., and you know everything about it because it's based off of our firm, is actually becoming lean, reducing and becoming efficient. Uh, last Wednesday, we have our Wednesday meeting with the whole group, and one person said, like, hey, we didn't get into architecture to just, like, run businesses and manage numbers and all that. And I and it was a long conversation, and I wanted to, you know, like, jump in. And a, a lot of times I just send them, like, little snips of thoughts that I have and stuff like that. It's like, do you see how that's how we reduced our KPIs to just the metrics that actually matter and the ones that you need to actually make decisions on because there's numbers about like uh one of the guys is a uh just a single guy 
and his KPIs, his profit and his revenue is getting to like the max that a person can handle. For everybody who doesn't know what that means, it's key performance indicator. Yep. So we're looking at we're looking at profit, we're looking at your backlog, we're looking at your monthly revenue, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. Anyways, I yep. won't. <clears throat> so what I said to him is, hey, if you get up to this level of where you're making X amount of money, mm-hmm. now you can make the decision whether you want to stay there or whether you want to hire, right? Mm-hmm. And then we'll tackle that. Um, but the other thing too <laughs> is what people don't realize is what you cut is just as important as what you add. So here's an example, Lance. Yep. You actually know this person? Let's not say their name. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, you can work out and be very strong. Yep. Right? You, it's factual. Like, you can be actually diligent and go all the time mm-hmm. and work out and be strong. Are you going to get lean and fit that way, or do you have to cut your diet? Mm. Are you, yeah, you can have your cake and eat it too. You probably, have, literally, you probably have to cut your diet Yeah. to shed weight, Yeah. right? So the, the whole kind of what you said is, is those who, you know, like, you know, we're too busy executing, you know, and trying to watch the fees. It's because you're not looking at it from a higher perspective. And I understand exactly where he's going to, which actually had, talks to what I was talking about in the beginning, like, there's a lot of information out there. Yeah. And the way to cut through it is industry specific. Yep. So that you're not looking through a whole bunch of just generic explanations. Yep. About oh, a, a, a you're, bank business you're, you're, runs you're it. Streamlining this. your focus to your industry and your business so that you can then so you're consolidating and making it making it digestible in a in a quick way. Yep. In an easy way and then disciplining yourself to, to do stay on top of that. And then also then finding, getting the metrics together and the systems together to replace yourself even further, right? Yep. Like, it's either you are, you do want to replace yourself and take extreme ownership and of that, of that whole process, or you don't and you just want to complain about it and not yep. multiply. The people who want to just be solar, solar architects, that's totally cool. Just, but the complaints, if you have this complaint, it's falling on deaf ears even though we're addressing it, like... You're, you're, all you're doing is complaining, but there's no, like, if you really want a solution here, you got to do those things. Exactly. And I love how it it starts with the KPI. Yep. And then it circled back to what, like you would say, like cut your information down to the most specific so that you can get it done. Because then think about this. So Lance and I run an architecture business. I'll go for myself because you can just add on. Then I, 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 I'm the one who runs that growth course. Uh, I teach at CU. And then we do the podcast and also on a, on a, on a school board. Uh, Lance can add on to that his fishing, uh, the construction. He manages the construction side. Two universities. And then also teaches as well. So like <laughs> <laughs> if you and, – and that's because it's streamlined. Yes. That's because it's and, streamlined. And we had the guts to delegate, to take the necessary steps to delegate properly. Yep. Get our onboarding process on down to a streamlined system. The, the, the way it's been working so far with our new hire is awesome. We get yep. reports every day from him. If he if he got enough, if he had the proper tools and information for him to do his job, this has been one of the most streamlined onboarding processes we've had so yeah. far. And, and here's actually the rub that actually gets to the heart of it. So let's say 
let's say you bite the bullet and you're like, I'm gonna go to build a better co or just email Al and, and get started. Or just start with Rabbit Rocket Chip. Yep, yep, if you have that. <clears throat> but this is what I think people's psychology is. I'm already at redlining. Now I need to add more on to that, like literally like go through a course. Mm, but but the difference is Okay, tell me if you do the difference is once you start that course, oh, cut this out. Yes. Oh, reduce this. Oh, now I'm at the same level of work or even less, but getting more results. Yes. Well, as you level up, you have to learn how to delegate more. Yeah. You have to be able to learn how to do that and streamline it confidently. Yep. Here's the part that actually rubbed me the most wrong way about the whole statement. Oh, okay. In, and it took me a while to get there. Yep. I responded, by the way, and had a bunch of love. And even probably, I think I sold a Revit rocket ship course for you, okay. us on that. Thank after you. My response, yeah. Uh, I got some DMs after that where people are like, "I want to do that. How are you doing that? How are you doing all these things?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I gave us some advice. <clears throat> um, the part that rubbed me the wrong way was this part, this exact statement, which was, "Uh, let's see here. Where does she say it? And do you take it further?" Oh my gosh, where was it? Practicing architecture. Just thing. read the whole thing, and then the amount of emails. I, there's so much you're supposed to keep up with. with pra- what practicing architect? Ah, oh, perfect. This is the part. What practicing architect who doesn't work for a big firm with limited responsibilities has the time? On what planet do you? Are you in a project manager, project architect, at a big firm? Maybe you're a junior principal. Maybe you're a principal. Maybe you're an owner. Like in that cascading order. As you move up that chain, at what point do you actually have less responsibilities? I don't know. I mean, I've only worked for one. um, And they were all all working. Well, here's all I'm getting at is seems like the more I bite off by growing the businesses, the more responsibilities I have. Yep. I I am not. Hey, we're only running a small to medium-sized firm firms and it's just seems like the bigger we get and the more we do the more responsibilities i have it does not seem like there i have less yep so like what a false premise like the idea is oh if i'm a one person firm i have the most responsibilities that okay i get what you're going with that yeah i get where you're going with that um also everyone in our course doesn't work for a big firm they want to work from one person to a seven person and then there was one that graduated that was the head of a 33 person firm so um yeah those those people have the time because they made the time yes so i think it's i think the assertion is correct that this person is making of okay if i'm a one person shop and i'm doing all of the drafting if i'm doing everything i'm just doing everything Mm -hmm. yes you have probably more responsibilities workload wise time-wise than maybe somebody who is a higher up who can delegate that's your problem that's your problem do you want to do you want to multiply and start delegating do you want to or you just want to complain but but there's also other strategies like that's one strategies out of a tool book of strategies yes out of a tool book that's and my, I mean, that, that's my pointed strategy yep and i mean we could go into a bunch of them too but like um a lot of a lot of people just like her because i heard you say her yeah um they, they are being overworked because of uh what's being asked of them um you know trying to make the client happy and all that and there's clear strategies to streamline that 
There's clear strategies to streamline that. So um, I, I think the feeling is there and I think the solution is there. It's just not, it's literally just not burning the boats and, and, and jumping over yeah. to the other side. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do. Like you have to pay some money. You got to set up some time that will then ease your life and then thus make you more money. But like you got to burn the boats and go. Yeah. Do it. Tell us about this ARE. Okay. There are two easy ways to pass the ARE. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong or not. Um, <clears throat> okay. The first, this is from ncarb.org. Uh, see this little checkbox right here? 12% mm -hmm. plus average pass rate increase for candidates using NCARB practice exams. Okay. I know I said this before, but everyone probably doesn't listen to every podcast yeah. and all that. They have made their own practice exams. It's from the same people that make the exams. They do it in the same way. Once you're done with that, they tell you what you got right, if you pass it or not, or what you got wrong and what you didn't get wrong. Step number one, it seems like a 12% increase right there. Hey, okay? take that step. Step number two, buried all the way down. Lance, can you see any uh, correlation here? Do you see any correlation? Yeah, uh, the in incomplete versus complete, up to ninety nine percent complete, and yeah. So so if, so if they have most of their AXP completed, they look like they're passing it. So which would make step, sense to me. Step number two. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is your uh, experience hours. If you're less than thirty three percent complete on this, your pass rates are forty three percent, forty seven percent. You know, there's multiple to that test. Forty seven percent, fifty eight, sixty, forty percent. Do not take, do not waste your time, do not waste your money we have somebody that did this. Until, <laughs> until you are, I would say, over 75% complete. Uh, you if, know you, what? if you are 100% complete, here's your pass rates. You just heard the other ones in the 40s. Wow. 76, 61, 70, 72, 72, 67. 47 to 70, 47 to 72, uh, 40 to 67. I mean... Holy cow! Just don't, just don't take it. Yeah. Do not take it. This is really good data that they put out. Thank you, Ngarb. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I agree, dude. We should. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take this back to employees, honestly, and say like, don't. Like, you need to be seventy-five. Well, don't waste your time. You're, you're, we're, you know, we're allowing you to go on billable time. Yeah. To go take your, don't do that. No. You're wasting your money. You're, you're getting frustrated. Everything. Yeah. A forty-three percent pass rate and here's my analogy that i didn't make because i didn't come to you later because i i did i did ask the ncar president like why don't you not allow it don't allow it and that might go against like well what about freedom and people want to do it and yeah, 43 I mean, right? too much freedom okay <laughs> we don't allow we don't allow because it makes no sense second graders to take third graders tests some it's, of them could pass. Them. I know. Yeah, we can make some rules. Like, just the pe the right people need to be making the yep. rules. That's it. But this is like a second grader taking a fourth grader test. Like, yeah, forty yeah, percent of the I'm, second graders yeah. will will know what that math a, problem is. This is like revealing. But but why do it? Right. Yeah. Why do it? Don't and why do say it. hey? Well, what I was gonna say when when you when you told me to just hold on was, I didn't take my test. I didn't start taking my test until I was done with the, with the with the. Probably me too. I would accept. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Like I, exactly. We were just like, no, got to be done with all the hours. Like, what's the point? Like, what's the point? 
What's the point? Well, the other thing too is then it's like, well, these take so long and you have to redo them. That's because you're taking them too early. That's because I you're agree. taking them too early. That's a good counter argument. Yeah. Bam. All right. Speaking of tests, I think we should. Do I'm it. gonna put. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put this in. Our, we have our yeah. onboarding <laughs> onboarding process. Yep. And we have where they tr- put where each year what hours are at. And I'm gonna say you can't take. Do not your t- test. Don't even think about. No, not yeah. them. Not you. Them. Them. Don't do it. Yep. We're not putting up with it. Speaking of look tests. at that, just streamline someone's life. Hey. That whole onboarding process is in our course as well. That's a little heads up. Is it? Yeah, of course. Nice. Of course. So with that, I'm going to bring down the team for ARE Jeopardy. Let's question number one. Uh, Which of the following factors is not typically considered in the site analysis phase of architectural design is it a solar orientation b soil composition c historical context or d window orientation a b c or d do 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 all right hold up what you got you're gonna have to write a little bit larger b b d and b it is d the in, that is when you're actually designing. This is site analysis. Site analysis. Reading the questions. Did anybody get it right? Jason, Jason, congratulations. Number two, in sustainable design, what is the primary purpose of using a green roof? Is it A, enhancing the building aesthetics? B, providing additional recreation space? You got it. <coughs> C, reducing stormwater runoff? Or D, increasing energy consumption? CDC, it is C, reducing stormwater runoff. Agreed. Who's in the lead? J-Boy. Ross. Number three, in accordance with the International Residential Code, what is the minimum allowable tread depth for residential stair treads if a three-quarter inch nosing is also provided? Is it A, 10 inches, B, 10.25 inches, C, 10.5 inches, or D, 11 inches? In accordance with the International Residential Code, what is the minimum allowable tread depth for a residential stair treads if a three-quarter inch nosing is also provided? We have A, B, A, we've got the correct answer is A. Number four, in accordance with the International Residential Code, which, what is the allowed minimal what is the minimum allowed tread depth for residential stair treads if a three-quarter inch nosing is not provided? Is it A, 10 inches, B, 10.5 inches, C, 10.5 inches, D, 11 inches? And, and yeah, maybe I heard this wrong. B was 10.25. C 10. was 10.25, yeah. What do we got? Correct answer is D, 11 inches. Jason's the winner? Yep. Okay. Where, where are we going to eat? Hefe. I was just there last night. <laughs> Let's go. They got different options there. I right? will eat more chips. All right. If you like this episode, you know what to do. Leave us a positive comment, like, subscribe. We'll see you next week.